Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Brendan, and ice to meet you. <laughs> I'm done. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I forgot how birth order works for a second. <laughs> uh, I'm Pippin, and I want to dance like Uma Thurman. <laughs> nice musical reference. Good job. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm Alex, and everyone loves a guy in a rubber suit. <laughs> oh, and I'm Cat Cowabunga! Jesus oh, Christ! God. Yeah, that sets the movies a uh, decade very squarely in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, well, because... I managed to repress that particular line, though. <laughs> Nothing gets repressed in this movie. It's like as you watch it, old wounds open up. It's like, oh yes. Oh, that happened. Oh, that's the way, that's the why I am the way I am now. <laughs> uh, for good or ill, it made me the person I am today. That's a lie. That's a lie. Uh, well, like, it did give us a, a, a firm, it did, it did give us a fir- first experience of what is this hetero nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. But guys, what are we talking about? Because so, I have so many thoughts and I really want to package them. <clears throat> so today we are talking about the 1997 movie Batman and Robin, uh, which is to say the <sighs> sequel to technically, technically the first run of Batman movies, but more or less it's a direct the sequel third to in the series. Yeah, the first two being Michael Keaton Batman, third being Batman Forever with Val Kilmer, and this is number four with yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 with George, George Clooney. Clooney. Yeah. yeah. So in this Batman movie, uh, directed by Joel Schumacher, uh, the summary, according to Google, is This superhero adventure finds Batman and his partner, Robin, attempting to foil the sinister schemes of a deranged set of new villains, most notably the melancholy Mr. Freeze. Melancholy? Oh, okay. <clears throat> Move on. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah. Who wants yeah. to make Gotham into an Arctic region. <laughs> and the sultry poison ivy, a plant-loving femme fatale. As the dynamic duo contends with these bad guys, a third hero, Batgirl, joins the ranks of the city's crime fighters. It's Cher from Clueless. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching the opening credits, uh, and I was like, Alicia Silverstone is in this? Yeah, I I blocked an entire hero and an entire villain from this movie. Looking out the dirty old Batcave. Whoa, like it's hard? Okay, that is the wrong blonde. (laughs) As if... <laughs> oh, okay, okay. would have nothing to do with any of this. Okay, well, okay, okay. Cat, cat, what would... Uh, the, well, Cher wouldn't have anything to do with this either. Or let's be yes, real. Yes, she would. She has exactly a brilliant, perfect line for it. As if. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. I've proven my um, my bona fides. You may go on. Your 90s bona fides? Indeed. But would the movie be improved with Paul Rudd? Obviously. Every movie is improved with Paul Rudd. Yeah. Well, it would be improved with Paul Rudd as his like teenage heartthrob persona because that's what he was supposed to be in that movie. 
to be fair, he was. And then suddenly he turned out to be funny and we were all shocked. Paul Rudd's so great. Why aren't we watching more Paul Rudd shit on this podcast? We put show. it on the list. Because his name's not Chris. That's that's the real problem. <laughs> God damn it, Paul. We need a Paul game then. We do uh, need a Paul game. There's a whole new Paul game. There we go. Oh, God damn. <laughs> What happens when we add Paul Rudd to the story? <laughs> it's made better. No, that's Stanley Tucci. I'm sorry. Stanley Tucci does improve and elevate every film he's in. Okay, okay, but... Stan- Focus. <laughs> well, 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 but Stanley Tucci and Paul Rudd, consider. <gasps> have they ever been in a movie together? We'll have to find out. Listeners, tune into the end of this podcast where we will reveal the answer. Listeners, <laughs> if we don't do that at the end, could you remind me? <laughs> Remind Cat in particular because she's yeah, the one who invoked this. about it. <laughs> Fucking wow. Let's see it on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Batman and Robin, huh? <laughs> so, so before we kind of go delving into this, I, I do feel bad for Joel Schumacher after a fashion because mm-hmm. he was going for an aesthetic. He was going I, for something. It's just not. I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> he inherit well. He in- inherited the Tim Burton aesthetic, like and he- mm, and he has yeah. a very different one. But here's the thing: he managed for uh, Batman uh, Forever. That was Wait, directed by Schumacher. No, really? yeah, it was. Yeah, Forever was okay, so uh, Schumacher. Uh, here's but- my thing. When I was watching this, I I couldn't talk to you guys because apparently I wasn't supposed to. So actually, I've talked to all the students I work with. Uh, God damn it. Like, Have you guys ever watched this? And they're like, what's this movie? I'm like, oh. <laughs> you sweet oh, summer children. One of them's like, I'm like, well, yeah, you know, it came out in this scene. They're like, I was a sweet, sweet six months old. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> okay. Um, but looking back, first of all, I think when I first watched it, I first watched it, we were coming up on. Uh, it was kind of a whole new ball game for comic book movies, right? We were heading into that seriousness. Like Michael Keaton had already been like knocked it out of the park. Um, yeah, that was before this, of course, but yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, like we were heading on that trajectory, and then this movie happened, and this movie happened after the serious, like the the trajectory of serious films after the excellent animated series, or possibly at the same time as. And what this is, I think, is actually supposed to be a throwback to the 60s camp show. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But because it came out when it did, everyone's like, what bullshit is this? Here's the thing. No, here is the problem. Okay. okay. It was going for the 60s camp, and I think it's a very specific run of Batman, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but didn't want to commit to it. Yeah, you got to commit. Like, Sometimes, and that's why I feel no uh, pity for Shoemaker, because Schumacher, whatever, uh, because uh, it was his job to you know make it work, and he didn't. I mean, through his don't own know failings, not like the producers did something. There, that yeah, that could be that. part of it too. Well, the producers was like, like uh, we want as many toys as we can sell. Yeah, just yep. just merch, like, just like. But who would drive this? Fucking no one. But it's a, a toy that has a, a distinct outline. <laughs> yeah. so the problem is that it, it you, Pippin, you're completely right. They didn't commit to it. So you had like this situation where they start the the intro, and I'm 
this is how I'm bringing us full circle to the beginning of the movie. Did you see how I did that? What? <laughs> they start the movie with close-up shots of T and A covered in latex. I mean, that should be a hint to the... I'm sorry? Don't forget the bat nipples. Oh, yeah. Bat nips. Uh, that should be a hint to the audience that, wait, maybe this isn't going to be entirely serious. The problem... And, and then later we get, you know, sound effects like boing! Stuff like that. What? And, of course, the hat that Bane wears. But... <laughs> But in between that, we also get incredibly like what are supposed to be serious lines, and it just the, the whole thing's uneven. Yeah. But again, bringing us back to the beginning of the movie, so there we are. Hmm. <sighs> I, I think like one thing that you'll see happening, like the next serious run of comic book movies, were the X Men, uh, movies because that was the year two thousand when X Men one came out. Actually, and, and Spider Man really? as well. Spider-Man yeah. was around at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. Well, they were the continuation, I think, of those other Batman movies. Like, that's where we were heading. And then suddenly, boing. <laughs> Somebody did not get the memo. But we still went to it in theaters because they were financially successful. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. think maybe, I don't know if they were as critically received. They were not. Yeah. So, like, I think the audience's wanted it to go in that direction because we all grew up reading these comics and then you just kind of see it's like oh we're we're taking a step back oh oh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i could maybe see how like that step back maybe happened like if you have the people involved in the production or schumacher or whoever wanting to make the batman of their childhoods yep and it's like that would have been the 60s batman mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. But, but but the movie audience writ large has moved on yep we want our serious narrative damn it <laughs> and and now we're having superheroes just debating philosophy all over the place what the hell <laughs> <laughs> i prefer uh symbolic discussions of grief and racism in America. Thank you. Listen, if if you can't end a fight by going like, listen, have you heard about the ship of Theseus? <laughs> then is it really a fight? <laughs> See, clearly today's filmmakers have learned lessons from uh, anime fights where it's all about your philosophies doing battle. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. So anyway, the beginning of this stupid movie. Oh, there's a uh-huh. heist. It's boring. And it's, the heist is boring, but more importantly... It's 13 goddamn minutes of heist. It's so long. Um, but it's also on a blatantly fake stage. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I believe it's uh, it's supposed to be Mr. Freeze's like introduction, and, and then he shows up. And he does nothing but speak in terrible puns. Yeah. Uh, which, which, having come off... like When I was a kid, I had just watched the Mr. Freeze episode of the animated series, which makes me cry. <laughs> and then this fucking happened. I wonder if that helped kind of lower the audience's perceptions of this movie is that you had like the tragic villain, Mr. Freeze as portrayed in the cartoons that we watched. And then it's like, Oh, I, I can't imagine him doing ice puns like that. That's He's sad. Well, he does do ice puns. 
Um, he so, does, but he's a tragic figure doing ice <laughs> He does, though, sadly. There is no... He does it mirthlessly. Yes. Yes. He's not winking at the audience. He doesn't wink at the audience. He it's is like, so wrapped up in his own trauma, he's barely aware that there's anybody outside of himself. Which, by the way, is part of the problem. What? Yeah. Symbolism. Whoa. Like, and he says, he, he thinks, that like, like you're going to you're going you're going to die from ice is what I'm saying. <laughs> He's like, is, and Batman's like, is that a pun? He's like, no, that that's very serious. <laughs> you will uh, die <laughs> from, from the ice that I have yeah. over here. But it's weird because the movie uses uh uses is his uh animated series backstory. Yep. Well, because because the it's animated good. series was amazing, and I should rewatch it. Yep. Mm. I, I thought about rewatching that specific episode, but I did not want. <laughs> you didn't want the feels. Understandable. I, I didn't want the feels, and I didn't want to uh, hate the movie more than I was already going to. <laughs> oh, not hard though. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, we we have like thirteen minutes of a Mister Heist freeze, and then we get uh, the creation of Poison Ivy. Which wait, wait, no, no, wait. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the important part of the Mister Heist freeze. The most important part is the part where uh, Batman and Robin click their heels together and <laughs> bat skates pop out of their shoes so which, they can skate around and fight the evil hockey team. Which is something that would make sense in 60s era Batman. Yes. Like 100%. I could see that happening. You know, uh, quickly, Robin, uh, deploy your bat skates. Click, click. Yes. Uh, but the problem is that I guess sort of unlike Mr. Freeze, they also weren't tongue in cheek. <laughs> like the tone just missed so much. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, go on. But yeah. Uh, so we get the pointless Mr. Freeze heist and now we're uh, going and introducing Poison Ivy, or at least her creation uh, working at some firm. Not South American research facility. Yeah. As one does. And and she's way into plants before she becomes poison ivy. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, but her boss fires her uh, because it turns out he's a evil mad scientist and creates Bane, uh, the <laughs> uh, luchador <laughs> on drugs. Also, the guy who plays the mad scientist has straight up mad scientist hair. I completely forgot that sequence. Oh yeah. In fact, no. he's an actual Batman character. That scientist. Good lord. And he's played by the um, handsome uh, studio executive from uh, uh, Scrooged. Uh, yeah, John Glover? Yeah, I John Glover. I do not know their real names. I only know their characters. I, I refuse to up. participate with people in the real world. I looked it up on IMDb and then forgot uh-huh. his first name for, 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 for a quick second. Uh, I have the Wikipedia page and the IMDb open right now just in case we need it. Good <laughs> Uh, I, I actually will hand it to uh, John Glover there. I did actually like, uh, he knew how to be cam- how to be camped there. He did. He Well, he had the hair, he had I, the big expressions, he had the terrible puns. I feel like he was the only actor who knew what kind of movie he was in. I feel like Uma Thurma had a theory. I thought she had a theory as to what kind of movie she was in. Uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger knows how to do camp. Like, uh, and uh, I think he was being limited by the met by the metric shit ton of of a uh, face paint and not probably not being able to see through 
through the those uh through those blue contacts. I kind of thought he was limited by the fact that they gave Mister Freeze the correct uh background, the the background from uh, the animated show, which is a a tragic and terrible background. And so yeah. it's like be super camp while at the same time have yeah. this depth of feeling and the loss of your wife. Have this sort of gnawing emptiness inside you. Now make us laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he can do one or the other. <laughs> yeah, he's no Robin Williams. Come on now. Oh, no. Robin. Oh, oh, man. But he Robin Williams would have made a great Mr. Freeze. Holy shit, can you imagine? He would have made us cry. Oh, yeah. We would have all cried and laughed and hated ourselves for doing both. Oof. <sighs> so anyway, Robin Williams, uh, rest in peace. Yeah. So anyway, back to the South American research lab where Bane is created. And I don't want to gloss over that because I forgot Bane was in this. <laughs> so, Bane. so, so the Bane I'm used to <laughs> is, he? is, is the Tom Hardy Bane. And you know, like you were only, you merely adopted the, the, the darkness. Whereas I was born in it. Oh, let, me my, let me show you my underwear pics from MySpace. <laughs> Don't. Okay. Uh, I was so I was just. So I spent the movie going like, "Is Bane gonna ba- break Batman's ba- back? Are we gonna go that hard into this?" Uh, no, but he didn't. So I'm like, "Why did we even bring Bane into it?" Because <laughs> Poison Ivy apparently needed a hench. I mean, did she? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, because they severely depowered her. They, she just had that's her pheromone to, uh, and and, and fatal, fatal kid. She's not. She does not have her her ability to a uh, fucking smack you with a vagina that's this vine from out of nowhere. Well, here's the thing: she technically, even within the film, should have been able to, because we do see her have magic growing powers. Yeah. Um. So she should have been able to whip some stuff around instead of having the. <laughs> Feed me! Oh, shoot, guys, guys. Uh, we, 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 uh, we have the bat snowmobiles later on, so we don't have it in the budget. Uh. Sorry. Uh, I, side note, I suddenly really, 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 really need a Batman Dole Shop of Horrors crossover. Check the AO3. I'm certain it's there. Listeners, oh. remind uh. me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Again, at cat to remind me. Wow. So anyway, yeah, Al. Uh, and the uh, Harley Quinn animated series is, uh, she does have a kind of Aubrey 2-esque uh, plant roommate. Yes. Nice. Huh. So, oh man. So anyway. So the movie uh, happens. Yeah. Um, we, we. So, so Poison Ivy is kind of sort of murdered, but it doesn't stick. Stick. <laughs> Uh, and then... Oh, I did like that she went progressively from more green to red. Not really sure why she did that, but that did happen over the course of the film. Her hair also got bigger, which I think meant that she was growing? I think maybe it had meant she had more secrets. Ooh, yeah. Um, and also, technically, this was, if you think about it, a good pairing in terms of villains, because he is cold and uh, uh, his love is frozen, and she is hot. And she uh, uh, forces but, love on others. But at the same time, it's kind of a weird pairing because 
you know, plants and cold. And yeah, look, I could see thematically what they were going for. And they made her weird, weirdly thirsty for him, and it's like she was like, thirsty for all of them, and it was really like he was you. Her true love is Harley Quinn. That and, and possibly her plants. Yeah, oh, definitely her plants. Well, I mean, yeah. like more than the humans. Uh, so also, she didn't clearly have any anti-toxic powers. Because doesn't she live in like a toxic dump or something like that in um the comics? Because she can filter it out. Here's the thing. I'm going to be real with you. I don't know a ton of the Batman backstory. How dare. So that means we can say, Pippin, actually, this movie is startlingly accurate and close to it. Here's the thing. I do know that Bane breaks Batman's back, so you can't even come at me with that. (laughs) Uh, So this movie. So then what does happen next? All we, all I really remember is that they get home and they're, uh, uh, Alfred is hiding the fact that he is mortally ill with, yeah, a, Alf- with a disease. The same one that, uh, killed is killing whatever, uh, Mr. Freeze's wife, Nora, Nora Freeze? A- Plottington's a- disease. Plottington's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deadly until it isn't or until it is. In actuality, uh, it was McGregor syndrome. McGregor syndrome. Okay, sounds a lot like MacGuffin, guys. <laughs> Look, you start watching Train Spotting, and then it just doesn't stop. Uh, so Mister Freeze needs diamonds to run his suit and also his experiments. He um, no no. Uh, he's wanting to basically threaten the entirety of Gotham City so that he can get more research funding. Which you know what. I understand. <laughs> and really, at the end of, spoilers for the end of the movie, uh, it kind of works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, frankly, if he'd just gone to Bruce Wayne and been like, hey, can I get funding for this? And I'll let you look at my cool suit. Probably it would have been fine. Especially as we, you know, had the entire Alfred also has McGregor syndrome because he coughs. Uh, <laughs> and looks vaguely pained. Yes. So because of that, then yeah, Bruce would be like, "Oh yeah, here, I, I was about to spend a million bucks at a weird uh, uh, auction thing. I can spend a whole bunch of money on research. A million bucks towards research? Easy. Easy. Done. Uh, I want it to be known that in my notes, I literally have. You know what? Scientists just be like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why mad scientists are such a great trope. Because you're like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. Mad scientists are what happens when you're like, you know what? I'm not going to consult the IRB. Screw oh. this noise. <laughs> mad scientists are what happens when reviewer number two goes too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's always reviewer number two. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> they know what's up. It, but also in the, I want to say B plot, C plot, uh, we... We get, we get uh, introduced to Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Not, Bar- not Barbara, Barbara Gordon. Gordon. No, no, no. no. Uh, is she Pennyworth? Or is it- Wilson. Wilson. Oh, yeah. The niece- Uncle Alfred. <laughs> yeah. The niece uh, uh, of, of Alfred, who, who is, who's just, who's just arrived from Oxford and she does, and don't well, ask Oxford. why she doesn't. Yeah, yeah, Oxford. yeah. <laughs> Oxford, she is right. Uh, but, and don't ask why she doesn't have an accent. 
Also, don't ask why she's so young and it seems like her mom was so old. Mm-hmm. And don't also, ask- though, I'm going to say it. I do think that she had, of anybody, at least the most reasonable lines of the film. Okay. <laughs> okay. Purely on the basis of the fact that she pointed out, like, what do you mean Alfred's happy to be a servant here? What kind of white nonsense is that? <laughs> to be fair, she did have a point on that one. <laughs> She's like, "What? he's happy here. What in the, why would anybody be happy spending their entire lives serving someone else? Oh my God, Robin, grow the fuck up. That girl, out. <laughs> So I give her a lot of credit for having the best line in the film just for that. <laughs> I mean, Low I don't bar. give her credit for not disguising her hair at all. Okay, <laughs> that's already another problem, which is that everybody assumes that a tiny black domino mask is going to be all you need to hide your face and hide your identity now, at uh, any time. We, we, we do also have a nod towards you know Barbara in the comic books. She opens up a computer. So that means she is a computer ace. It's true. And then she <laughs> just starts typing random passwords that are real words with that's, that's later on in the movie and you know it. <laughs> and who makes a three word password that is also the nickname of your family? Come on. Which is God. visible on the desk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, possibly an 80 old, 80 year old man dying of some degenerative disease. Fair, um, but also an eight-year-old man, and who is is a, a an inco- an accomplished graphics designer and suit inventor. <laughs> also, yeah, how a- creepy would it be if your oh, uncle God. knew oh. your exact measurements and put and programmed nipples on and your made suit? A- <laughs> like, there were bat nips on her suit too, and they were closed up. Again, like, there was a close up of them. And you hear your your computerized uncle say, "Now suit up." Like, uh, <laughs> I made a guess as to your measurements. Wink. Night, like, oh! Creepy uncle. Um, he was always creepy uncle Alfred. Now we know. Oh, poor oh, Alfred. Oh. So much about Batman is explained. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I broke open. <laughs> the, next, the next run of Batman, Alfred gets me too'd. Oh. I mean... I mean... <laughs> Side note, I bet everyone in Gotham is like waiting for Bruce Wayne to get me too'd, and it's fucking shocking that he hasn't. <laughs> and that's what outs him as Batman? Confirmed bachelor Bruce Wayne and his girlfriend that he never dates, but his new male ward. <laughs> that, that's, that's probably the actual talk of the town. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he gives so much money to like everybody that, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Everyone's always just so supportive around him. <laughs> so, uh-huh. If there's something you want to tell us, yo, we're Bruce here. Being like I can't ever tell them I'm Batman. <laughs> it's like Bruce, we're, we're having a parade this weekend. Do, do you want to come? <laughs> Anything you might feel you want to get off your chest? There, you can you can bring your ward. Everyone's welcome. So and, and the internal model is like, no, we can't hold a bat parade. <laughs> <laughs> now see that would have been fucking funny <laughs> uh, gentle listeners I want you to know that the reason we're not talking about like the actual plot of this movie is because what there plot? wasn't much there, there <laughs> was there's a series of uh, heists loosely connected with some with Alfred dying <laughs> listen okay yeah. 
I, I will I will actually do it, okay? I'm actually oh, going to Oh, I'm no. Oh, no. It. No. Don't do it. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> Cat, okay. Mr. Freeze is Cat, going for the diamonds. I've been, I've been holding on by a freaking thread. <laughs> Mr. Freeze is going for the diamonds. Batman and Robin want to get Mr. Freeze. They, uh, in the guise of uh, Bruce Wayne, they set up a charity auction with the Wayne diamonds so as to draw out uh, Mr. Freeze. However, also, to that point, it's also a creepy date option. Yeah, oh Go my on. god. It's like, oh yeah, let's you know, bet on women. It's like, mm, yeah. Also, okay. Bruce Wayne donated the diamonds. Bruce Wayne, nowhere to be found. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> but meanwhile, his good friend Batman is here. Also, the party's gonna, I'm just gonna say it's kind of racist. You know, just gonna point that oh. out. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah. What? Um, while at this, before Freeze can get the diamonds, uh, Poison Ivy shows up, I think mostly to get the money so as to do something. I'm not really Fund sure. Fund eco-terrorism? It's something. She wants the diamonds uh, for some she, fucking reason. No, no, she's, she's, she's there to fuck up, uh, fuck up, uh, Batman and Robin because, oh, that's right. Because she got, because uh, she tried to, uh, uh, you know, she went to that uh, press conference and tried to uh, uh, guilt Bruce Wayne, and everybody's like, "She knows who." No, 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 no. She was. No. She was told because, like, the people oh. in the room were like, "Ha ha ha! We don't need to protect Mother Nature. We had Batman and Robin to protect us." <laughs> oh, okay. okay, yeah. So she did try to do some environmental work. She's like, "Why are you paying for this shit when we should be doing environmentalism?" This is back in the nineties when environmentalism was a gag. Remember that, guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And Bruce makes a very good point of, you know, like, okay, this is a great proposal, but we'll also kill a bunch of people. So I kind of can't fund that. Again, another scientist scorned. And, and Poison Ivy's like, but people suck. What's the problem? <laughs> and Bruce is like, ah. Ah, I'm going to go fund, like, the University of blah, 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 Gotham University. Uh... <laughs> They're they're actually going to be doing some good environmental policy research. Uh, it's nicely peer reviewed. Maybe <laughs> if uh, maybe give us uh, some time and maybe you can get a position there. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe wait for all the those whose venoms and toxins that scrambled your brain to just <laughs> leak out. I don't know. So Freeze has, I think, a pretty solid uh, uh, game plan here. Wants some diamonds. Wants to uh, do something with his, his wife there. Uh, Poison Ivy, a little bit more iffy, wants to fuck up Batman and Robin. Uh, she gets the diamonds, proceeds to fuck up Batman and Robin by doing pheromones. They get into like a fight over her, and it's yep. really awkward. Um, we get the Bat credit card again, a kind of 90s esque throwback to the 60s Batman. Also a product placement. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, it's the Bat card everywhere you want to be. Um, expires forever it didn't really say that did it? it did it did that's fucking funny i'm sorry that is pretty funny wait, um, wait does it not mean it also already expired oh <gasps> whoa <laughs> <laughs> but uh freeze and and poison ivy look at each other like uh you know a uh, game recognizes game uh they go their separate ways stuff happens then and and then ivy he's like that's not a man that's a god and like what seriously Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ivy having some man issues in this version, which I will say, or some like heterosexual issues that 
that uh, uh, Poison Ivy in the uh, in the animated series did not have. Thank you. Uh, well, I think I think at this point, Mister Freeze gets captured in the mm-hmm. process yes. of trying to steal the diamonds, and we also have more Wayne Manor family, family, family. Yes, we're fighting. Why don't you trust me? Because I have trouble letting go of things. You have to open your heart, Bruce. Do I need to explain that my parents were killed in the alley, so therefore I have issues? Well, do I have to explain that my parents were killed falling from a circus tent, so I have issues? So maybe I don't want you to fall, dick! (laughs) (laughs) Also, frankly, actually, quite excellent uh, design of Gotham City. Like, Fuck yeah, I want gigantic statues everywhere. Now we know what happened to Blade Runner in the past. Like, that's <laughs> what the city was. And in the future, Harrison Ford walks around it. Mm. It's a in little weird. But, you know, again, sticking to an aesthetic, whatever. Uh... <laughs> Giant ass Atlas shrug of statues everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Libertarian Dream. There's some messaging. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, okay, so Batman, Bat Family, Bat Family, Poison Ivy, uh, bus with, with Bane's help, Bane, bus, uh, uh, Dr. Freeze out, Mr. Freeze out. Dr. Freeze, technically. They temporarily shack up, and, uh, it's awkward because she has a tropical paradise and he likes a gigantic frozen ice storm. You can, your stones, I'll totally rescue your wife, even though I don't have a, a hand truck with me. Like, I don't know how you're expecting me to do this. I'm clear, clearly planning on murder, but uh, really half of this is on, is on you. Poison <laughs> Ivy goes to pick up, uh, well, goes to the location of uh, Mr. Freeze's wife and um, was like, well, this is some dead weight we don't need. So unplugs her uh, and steals Yoink. the necklace that she's wearing. Yeah. Yep. Also, uh, in, also in the, the jealous other woman on a necessarily uh i'm gonna take a stand uh and say that the gender politics of this movie are screwy (laughs) what 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 is it i know in the 90s in the The 90s pip are you certain that it's possible (laughs) i mean i've got a theory (laughs) it could be bunnies yeah (laughs) now uh Uh, speaking of screwy gender politics uh, Uh hindsight uh, now, uh, at this point, at this point, we also get the uh, kind of liar revealed trope with uh, uh, Barbara doing street racing. Shrug. Did, did that happen then? I kind of, I, I don't know. I kind of. I think it happened a little bit earlier. Ar- around that same time, though, like we're b- by a matter of minutes, if that. Yeah. Uh, and but by like, minutes in this movie, you mean an hour and a half? Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> This movie uh, is a full over two hours long. <laughs> my, my, to be in my own defense, uh, my first fully formed thought of I hate this all so much only happened 40 minutes in, but that was still with an hour 20 to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will tell you guys, uh, there is one genuine laugh for me in this entire film. And no? it was at the hour 41 mark. And it's where the, well, okay, we're gonna get there. We're okay. not gonna get in the story. Uh, Continue. But, 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 gentle listeners, keep an ear out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
while, while the poison ivy messing with Mr. Freeze's wife uh, thing happening, she also does more pheromone nonsense to have – Barbara? No, not – no, okay, no, so no. That, that's the end Robin. of the movie. It yeah, Robin. Yeah, uh, yeah, pheromones them, and then Batman and Robin start fighting some more. Again. It's like, yeah. just kiss, guys. Come on. And it's, weird, and it's also weirdly cut. Cause like, like you have, you te- cause you go, we have Robin going, I'm going solo. And then they're back at the way, at Wayne Manor. And like, what? what, what like, what, weren't you going so, like, are, are I you I mean, still- he had to pack up his stuff. <laughs> but, uh, he clearly wasn't. He needed time to flounce properly. You got to pack all your stuff. Now here's the thing. That scene does end up serving kind of a purpose with her stealing the necklace of the presumably now, you know, dead, dead, uh, Mr. Free's wife in that she's like, Oh, sorry, Batman and Robin just, uh, straight up killed her. Shrug. Like, Don't you want to kill the world now? Huh? Well, and Free's uh-huh. up to this point being like pretty focused on what he wants. And it's very, again, if Batman had just taken off his cowl for a minute, been Bruce Wayne and been like, you want some millions? Want some millions? Yeah. Huh? Researcher huh? wants huh? some funding? Researcher wants some funding? And tosses it into a lab. Yes. <laughs> Go get him! <laughs> I mean, you oh, just, boy. You you just toss paper. some postdocs in there and, you know, he's going to be all set. Oh, um, do they think that's who the henchmen were? Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. trying to figure out how he has henchmen. Hockey postdocs. playing postdocs, yes. And also, well, and the one woman in the lingerie, like, what? Like, the thing, like, also, just goes to the show, oh, like, just the bullshit, more bullshit gender, her, her stuff, like, like, all these, these men, and fur, her coat, and she's in a see-through plastic coat and lingerie. They're clearly freezing. She's apparently fine. Also, uh, having a woman, uh, in sort of skimpy outfit, just sort of hanging around, kinda hurts his, uh, you know, I'm here to save my love. Yeah. Here's my theory behind that. I don't think he's actually interested in her. I think that they were going for the trope of the uh, student super interested in the teacher. Again, making her a uh, a grad student. Huh. The rest of our postdocs, she's a grad student. Uh, he he did he did very he does go yeah no uh, I, I I just I love my wife stop. This is never going to happen. But why is she there other than you know male gacy bullshit? Male Mail Gacy bullshit. bullshit. Well, that's for the audience. It's not for him. I mean, yeah. come on. Don't blame him for the director's choices. <laughs> Listen, he's going to have a talk with Frosty after this. Like going, Frosty, I, I have to talk to you. Why? Why? What's going? Hang on. And she is going to get fr- frostbite. I think she's going for that name. What? <laughs> huh? Anyway, uh, so. The rest of the movie happens. Yeah, so yeah. so now Freeze, thinking his wife is dead or murdered. Murdered by the bat. Yeah, because that is totally something that Batman routinely does. All the time. Right. He's known right. for it, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Mr. Freeze will now freeze the world, and then Poison Ivy will be like, ah, now my plant children will take over after the Ice Age is over. And Freeze is like, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever, and- I just I just want to kill some people now. And we will oh, will be the only two left on Earth to repopulate. And like, uh, what? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, like Adam and Evil, whatever. Or I, uh, I'm, I'm, huh. I'm, I'm going. I'm focusing on the freezing thing. You're just making it weird. Or also, what's with <laughs> uh, also that plant's weird. You're just the gonna plant say. was an excellent puppet. It was. Puppets are great. 
the to be fair, the plant was foreshadowed. That's true. With the the snake and the uh, other plant. What what is ice if not water persevering? For wow. How fucking dare you? You are you're just trying going for anything you can use. Yep. <laughs> I am referencing a Zoom call that was not recorded. Ha ha. I what I'm getting from this is that we would really much rather be talking about WandaVision. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> okay, but but uh okay, so they've they've agreed now that they're gonna fight whatever what what actually happens then, guys? Uh, <sighs> um, uh, then Alfred collapses. I think. Yeah, yeah. Alfred's dying. Um, and Robin has to be like, I guess I won't run away this very second. Well, well, no, we, well, we have no, to have the fake out. The fake out. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, uh, okay. like, uh, Batman's or Bruce is like, as my friend, brother, lover. What? Uh, <laughs> trust me. I, yeah, he does that whole thing. He calls him his brother, and I'm over here going like, isn't. He's canonically supposed to be, like, your adopted son. Ward, yeah. Uh, but this leads to the next sequence where Batman and Robin are uh, confronting Poison Ivy. But simultaneously, we have uh, Barbara deciding to go sneaking around on Alfred's computer because he's like, My one dying wish is to have you bring this to my brother because I want my brother to be Batman's butler shrug. Yeah, because I, uh, like, I somehow need the the, uh, the the taint of slavery to continue <laughs> on. Like, what the fuck? So Barbara's like, F that noise. So puts the CD in the computer. It's like, oh, By it's password way, protected. Guys, <laughs> the height of uh, extravagance, rewritable CDs. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, Just bringing that back. The, the the tech can't go anywhere from here. Uh, <laughs> but like, she's like, I will figure out this password because I am a genius hacker. And then it's Peg, and not like that. <laughs> yeah, not first, like that. First, her the first password she tries is Alfred. <laughs> Here's the thing. What would have been really funny is if she did the uh, the. Uh, there's the three passwords that people use when they don't know anything about computer science uh, from the movie Hackers. Uh-huh. It's like, it's God or <laughs> something else. I forget the other ones. But the point is, it would have been really funny and a great shout out to the movie Hackers <laughs> if she had tried those passwords. Uh, All that being said, I really love the movie Hackers. You're assuming, wow. you're, you're assuming that they're clever. Listen, I felt that Cher had a lot of possibilities here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> Uh, so she does eventually hack her way onto the CD. Under, after an unknown number of, like, they showed on the screen, like, you have done one attempt. And I'm like, oh shit, there must be only three attempts. And then she just kept typing shit in. <laughs> it was the 90s. What, what's, what's security back then? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is security? Uh, I knew you would, I knew you would come, come down here, Barbara. Also, it took you, 75 tries, Jesus Christ. It's- never mind, never mind, I don't have anything to I was so paying on. for your education in Oxbridge with my money from working at this place. What the hell, Barbara? <laughs> I wrote down the password for you. It was on the back of the CD. Did you flip it over? <laughs> Barbara, I meticulously measured your nipples for this suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway, yeah, she becomes Batgirl. <laughs> uh, Cut to the fight with Poison Ivy, in which it looks like that Robin has been fully seduced. But, but no, no, it turns out 
when she reaches in for the deadly kiss, he had rubber lips on, and then he takes off the rubber lips. It's That's like, ah, <laughs> like which is that was disconcerting. The, the one, the one thing that went through my mind is like the second he takes off the rubber lips, she's like, ah, oh, thanks. Grabs his head, kisses them, and then he just falls over dead. Yeah, like take <laughs> your rubber lips off several feet away. Yeah, <laughs> or 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 just don't fucking kiss her. Step two, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Also, Clearly, they though, had some sort of counter agent for the pheromone spray at that point. Yeah, I'd think it would be a Batman sort of thing. They could have used Bruce's astonishingly strong, uh, not heterosexuality. To be fair, I chalked it up to just Bruce hating himself that much, but I don't <laughs> think the movie went there. Yeah, because he's like, I also want her, but I can't have her, and so that's how I'm fighting it. <laughs> oh, by the way, Bruce has a girlfriend in this movie, and they break up, and that's the end of that. You yeah. don't need to know more than that. Just that. Uh, and, uh, oh, and, there's a weird cut. Did you there's guys always a weird that? cut. Uh, well, Robin gets shoved into a pool to drown like you do. Oh, yeah, that. Um, and at one point, they fast forward and rewind. <laughs> Probably because they didn't have enough footage of him struggling. It's like, yeah. yeah. But it's so obvious. And again, if they had maybe done it more than once... Or added a really funny sound effect. Same with like the Bane fight that they did earlier. Then it could have been on purpose and part of the gag. As opposed to, oh, uh, production error. You, you weren't able to get a shot of him being pulled down, huh? Uh, <laughs> Chris O'Donnell wouldn't get his hair wet a third time, I see. <laughs> he, had, he had a writer in his contract. What can we do? That gel is not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact, fun fact though. Listeners, uh, water in movies is not water, it's lube. <laughs> that explains huh. cast parties. Uh, uh, so, keep that in mind next time someone's using holy water. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, supernatural. Uh, Bruce Wayne, uh. Oh, your joke. Uh, Bruce Wayne, uh, Batman, uh, goes like, like, we know, we know your plan now. And she's like, like, vines, like, like, this is the only time you've actually used this. <laughs> what the hell? And I think she, at this point, like, uh, is about to win. And that's when Batgirl comes into the scene and kicks her. And she I think falls. Poison Ivy can, no, she confesses to killing, uh, Mr. Freeze's wife. Mm. I don't know why I'm telling you this. <laughs> can't be crazy. And I think that at that point, Barbara kicks Poison Ivy into, a giant uh, Venus flytrap and poison ivy exits the movie. Yep. But we still have to solve the problem of Mr. Freeze, who is, frankly, much more productive than poison ivy at this point. Yeah, yeah. He's actively freezing Gotham. Good for you, Mr. Freeze. You had a plan at the beginning of the movie and you executed it. Bravo. Yeah. I mean, I bet he was a hell of a scientist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he cured early stage McGregor syndrome. Which is another thing that got revealed partway in the movie, I believe. Yeah. 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 Which uh, is just so happens to be exactly the level that uh, Alfred's at. Weird. <laughs> funny that. <laughs> anyway, so Freeze is freezing the city. Freeze gets knocked out. I forget how. Uh, and then, oh no, we have to unfreeze the city. And it has, has been established several fucking times over the course of this film. They only have 11. Oh my God, you guys, it's the task. They only have 11 minutes. And yet, before they, everybody dies. And yet, they had enough time for a costume change. Of course. I mean, come well, on. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. Be in style. I mean, like, come on. Like, 
wait, 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 everyone, we have to the put we have to change that of our, her, her suits and into our suits with silver accents. I mean, because it's snowy. I mean, come on now. <laughs> we don't want to get cold. Yeah. Barbara, you're on, on the motorcycle. Oh, 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 Dick, you're on, on the air, er, the, 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 uh, what, what, the what airboat. <laughs> the airboat. And I'm in my car, which has a shield on it, apparently. As you do. <laughs> Let's go, team. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, everybody's just dead. <laughs> we did the, it. Could the resident scientist among us please uh, tell us the brilliant solution for how to warm all of Gotham? <sighs> uh, as a library scientist, I'll take this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they use the sun through a, a series of really fancy mirrors. In space. In space. Which... <laughs> I think it would have been a funny blooper if they did all that, and then all of a sudden it's basically acting like a space death ray, and like now that all of Gotham hilarious. is on fire. That would have been funny, yeah. It's uh, like, guys, we did not think this plan through. We didn't ooh. run the numbers. The sun actually has a whole boatload of energy. <laughs> now, I don't know whether or not actually, the oh, line no. that I genuinely laughed at was right before the sequence or right afterwards. What is um, the line, Kat? So the line was... Barbara's like, I don't know, I guess Batman and Robin would be like, well, Batman and Robin, uh, but nobody else, nobody you know, Barbara. And she's like, yeah, I know that you're Bruce and Robin. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, I know you're Bruce and Robin. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Dick Grayson. And the the uh, the setup to the genuinely funny line is uh, Robin saying something along the lines of... Oh, that one. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to kill you then. And then the funny line is George Clooney very seriously being like, Yes, we'll have to kill you later. Yeah. And that's it. That's at the end of the Poison Ivy bet. Yeah. That was the one genuine gag, the one genuine laugh from this entire film. That one time that they actually had any chemistry. I kind of yeah. wonder if that was like George Clooney. Just I kind of like... wonder if it was George Clooney. It had that vibe. It sounds like it does sound like something he would have said on a ER. <laughs> or like you could see like maybe, uh, what's his head? Ocean. Danny Ocean do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh you think we need to get one more bat? We need to get one more bat. Okay. Yeah. So they fix everything and They fix the town, they fix uh they fix Alfred and they also fix uh Mr Mr. Freeze with with a uh with a lab at, at Arkham. <laughs> Well, and they tell him, guess what, BT Dubs, we saved your wife, she's fine. Um, you know, we managed to turn the freeze thing back on. And in and, and Mr. Freeze is like, oh my god, that's really so nice. And it's like, yeah, and by the way, could you perhaps tell us how to cure the disease otherwise? And he's like, you know what, I got you, boo. And gives them some liquid that he just happens to have in his arm. And I'm like, what is that liquid, Mr. Freeze? <laughs> the, the continuing theme of this movie was, <laughs> to me, was you just had that on you? The entire time, <laughs> and, like, and it, is it a spare? Is it your bodily fluid? Like, what is going on here? But whatever, they give it to Alfred, and Alfred's like, "Hi, I'm normal now." Was that was that snowman piss? <laughs> it Ew. tasted like snowman piss. <laughs> Ew. Snowman uh, Ew. <laughs> 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 uh, Listen, nope. he keeps nope. it around, and it too. Nope. Anyway. And, <laughs> yep. and then, of course, we get a quick scene of 
Poison Ivy in Arkham, and then it turns out Mr. Freeze is her her new cellmate. He's kind of pissed about the trying to murder his wife thing. A little bit. Though I will point out that they redeemed Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy, who had similar things happen to her in her origin. She started off as as maybe a a over exuberant plant lover. Her, but but still with a moral whole center, her to who go I I will fucking report you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then got, and then she was murdered in the course of this film, and then came back super her full of chemicals and and, uh, and all that. So uh, you know, not gonna do. She any- had no opportunity to make her own moral choice, which is a difference from let's say Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, where there was the choice in that film for certain characters to um, recant of their bad decisions. And they're like, no, actually, fuck you. (laughs) My decisions are always amazing, always. (laughs) Um, But no, she didn't have this chance here. Like, uh, yeah. Women, though, am I right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Women. So there's... And that's the movie. Yeah, there's a lot of issues with this movie. they run at the screen. They run at the screen. They run at the screen at the end. So there's a lot with this movie. It's it's so much. A lot to unpack here. Yeah, it's it's a movie. It's definitely. Are we sure? Actually, so actually, yeah. There's not much else to unpack. Just yeah. um, um, uh. I mean, we spent a while talking about just this movie in general, like, and also just the film score never freaking stopped, except in Wayne yeah. Manor, I think. But yeah. Uh, I want everyone to know that a song was written for this movie by yes. the Smashing Pumpkins yeah. called The End is the Beginning is the End. No, not the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> and it won a Grammy Award. Oh. I'm sorry, they did this to Seal's Kiss from a Rose? <laughs> what kind of monsters so, are they? So let's, let's talk about what we'd change in this, because, you know, I, I'm sure there's... Lots so we could mess with if we it, can. Let's stick with one change. Okay, one change each, because otherwise we'll be here all night. Well, and we'll step on each other's changes. Well, well, can I just say before we get into this that what this movie clearly, well, clearly what this movie wanted to be was Lego Batman. Oh, oh. yeah, Lego Batman told the line that it was trying that this movie was trying to tell. That's a very good point. Possibly this movie should have been made out of Legos. Yeah, wouldn't oh, have been improved if it actually probably would have to be honest. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, just imagine a shot for shot remake. This is my thing: a shot for shot remake of Batman and Robin, <laughs> but it's bitch. all done with Legos. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like thinking about it now. Because just imagine the suiting up scenes done as parody <gasps> with Legos. And <laughs> just you see a Lego butt. <laughs> yes, yeah, really a little funny. line drawn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have been really little tiny oh. Batman. Well, you see the. Oh no, no, no! You see the, uh, the you see the leg holes. <gasps> oh yeah, That's right. It'd be pretty funny if there were bat nips, and then somebody like carefully took a cloth and rubbed it off, and it turned out mm-hmm. it was just Lego was a little dusty. <laughs> was that marker? <laughs> yes. Um, how embarrassing! Also, how funny would it be to watch like Alfred Lego like twirl around on one foot as he coughs <laughs> mm. <laughs> to demonstrate that he's ill. <laughs> oh. So, Bren, your change is 
Lego. We make it Lego. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay. I mean, you can't say you we, wasted we, it though, because that is genius. That's true. Uh, if we, um, if we, I'll, I, I could, I could talk more, but I'm sure somebody was going to take what I was going to talk about anyways. Go for it. <laughs> Look. I'm going to go for my my single change. Uh huh. Which is, I'm just going to get rid of the whole dying Alfred thing. Oh yeah. That mm. whole subplot, unfucking necessary. You don't need it. Yeah. It didn't add anything. I mean, technically, they were trying to use it to. I guess underscore the bat family story about like trust or something, but it didn't work. So if it's not going to work, why the fuck use it? I mean, you could just have Alfred just giving a lecture about family and then boom, you're done. (laughs) Or he could spend most of the movie like I'm hanging out with Barbara this movie because you are being a dick and teaching her how to be a part of the bat family. Hmm. What's this? What's the theme of this movie? He's supposed to be family and trust. It was supposed to be, I'm sure. Is this a Fast and the Furious movie? <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, wait. There, there, there was a Fast and the Furious, like, it wasn't an actual reference because this is before it, but mm-hmm. there was a, it, yeah, the racing scene. Mm-hmm. And was also, like one for one. And also, the, you, you can't make the, a jump scene. Holy shit, you guys. Did this people a- make Fast and Furious look at this movie and say, how can we make it better? A la yeah. No Story is Sacred. Which we also hadn't invented yet. <laughs> Side note, uh, speaking of the racing scene, there was a group there dressed like the people in the Clockwork Orange, uh, uh-huh. and, yeah. and it was freaky. I saw them. To be fair, though, that's a great reference. Like, but why? Uh, like, well, they're clearly not there to race. They don't, there's, they don't have a race re- re- representing them. Me and my droogs needed something to do on a Saturday night. <laughs> and the milk bar was closed. Ah. Uh. I've also never watched a talk record. Anyway, work orange references. Bum, bum, bum. That's what you come to for th- to no story of sacred. The modern up to date references. Ha ha. <laughs> we talked about WandaVision. Oh wait. Oh wait, wait, guys, 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 guys. Hold on. Why ha- have a, 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 a why why have a man, a man on the internet opinion? Uh Hold on, let me vape. Oh god, <laughs> he's vaping. Are you in your car shooting yourself with a cell phone? Ooh. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting myself on a cell phone while also tweeting. And, <clears throat> uh, okay, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> they couldn't make a Clockwork Orange today. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna do my uh uh. <laughs> female uh film criticism hat. youtube yeah yeah oh. <laughs> yeah good <laughs> uh, wow. uh, oh side note i've never watched a clockwork orange a third note our parents had the record of the clockwork orange soundtrack which i like to listen to because it had beethoven's fifth and at one point the song singing in the rain and i thought that mm-hmm. was great i love the song singing in the rain and uh, people in the audience, I dare you to tweet Pippin why that's a problem. <laughs> uh, you don't need to. I do. I do know the context for that one. <laughs> we, listen, oh, cool. we, one of the reasons I haven't watched the Cockroach Orange. Listen, we all listen to uh, soundtracks of movies that weren't appropriate for us. I listen <laughs> and to the Desperado soundtrack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, such a good soundtrack. Why don't we talk about Desperado? <laughs> Put it on. The Put list. it on the list. Uh, also, I listen to the soundtrack. The whatever tubular bells. 
which was from the movie the uh, uh not the poltergeist but the one with the the girl with her head that spins around with the pea soup vomit. the exorcist thank you the exorcist it's supposed to be the creepy theme from the exorcist but mom and dad had the original just bell record and i'm like this is nice <laughs> so you- so i'm missing some cultural touchstones there so here's what i would do <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Alex, did you have another joke you wanted to get in? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so here's... You ruined that. <laughs> I ruin everything I touch. Uh, <laughs> just look at our family. But Ooh. anyway. <laughs> Wait, why am I gasping? That's accurate. Wow. Ah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you a joke later to make you feel better. Thank you. So what I would change... The one thing I can so many things. One thing. Keep it uh, one. Well, I would obviously I would fix poison ivy. Oh no, that's my yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why it's one thing, guys. And to be fair, it wouldn't take much to fix her. Just nope. let her be gay. <laughs> let her be gay could be a fix. Let her be Pippin levels, <laughs> Pippin levels of misandry. Yeah. I'm saying I'm what I'm getting from this is that you would make an amazing poison ivy. I would make an amazing Pip, poison ivy. What would you do with yeah. the story? If I were poison ivy? No, no, to fix the story. I also want to know what you would do if you were poison ivy. What are you changing about poison ivy to fix the story? Yeah. I'd have her not be obsessed with men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for the killing them part. Good. Uh and be like, hey, I am going I'm not going to destroy humanity i'm going to save the planet Mm. uh because i feel like her motivations got muddled with her weird obsession with men yep yeah it got weird so she is a hero in her own mind aren't they always yeah and i'm not sure i changed her makeup at all because i feel like it was on point but other than that (laughs) i did like the transition from green to red i did uh it spoke possibly well it could have spoken to her motivations getting corrupted it didn't but it, it could didn't <laughs> it, if it had that would have been cool but yeah it's just fix poison ivy mm. uh because again she's one of those villains that in the animated series real cool rocks the fucking it's, it's another one of the ones where you're like yeah actually i can see her point yeah 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 uh, that's the thing about a lot of Batman villains. Like you can mm. see, you can see what happened there. Yeah, yeah. And like with Mister Freeze, by the end of his story in the cartoon, I'm just like, yeah, you freeze that motherfucker. Like he deserves to die. Batman, get the fuck out of here. We're, we got business. We got Batman, turn here. turn around for a second. Just turn around. <laughs> I just want to talk. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, go on. Get. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, Pip? Which apparently happened in Harry and the Hendersons, too, and I didn't know that. There's a go-on-get sequence in that movie with John Lithgow and <laughs> a gigantic Bigfoot. So, just so you know. Good to know. Yep. Alex, go. Okay, so, Pip, you stole my thing. So Yeah, so, sounds right. Yeah. Sounds accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, gonna go with my a backup. Uh, like, uh... Let Bane be, you know, the intelligent and <laughs> articulate uh, fucking mastermind that he is. Bane. Like, monkey business work. Oh, like, oh man. That, 
speaking of Bane, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but Are I you? do want to point. <laughs> I do want to point out that it, when he, they were you know making Bane at the beginning, they reference Super Soldier Serum yeah, uh, and, and like, Venom. <gasps> And I'm like, wow, Marvel was really not a force at this point. <laughs> it was not. No. Um, it was, yeah, it was some sad shit. But also, you could not get away with that. <laughs> oh fuck! You can't even do that now. Are you kidding? Because we have gifted, not mutants, and they can't even do it within their own goddamn series. Um, oh. Also, though, but if you had made him super intelligent, what would have happened to his tiny hat <laughs> and his trench coat that <laughs> he wore to disguise himself? He could still wear the, the tiny hat and trench coat. <laughs> All I'm saying. It was so good. <laughs> you would underestimate him at that point. Like, <laughs> no, he'd be, he'd be like, I, he'd be like, like Ivy, are you saying your motivations are pure on this? You merely adopted the tiny hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was born it. Molded by Molded Shown <laughs> Taught by it, tried my first bike by it. Taught how to shave by it. Guys, guys, I have a hard enough time hearing real Bane. I uh, didn't see my first trilby until I was a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Fuck. And of course he'd know it's the trilby, is the gross one, not a fedora. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, guys. You know, uh, an intelligent Bane would be there to, you know, Go to caution on Ivy and all that, but not enough to mansplain to her because that's gross. Yeah, I, I like the idea of him getting kind of dragged around by her shenanigans. So, and then she fails, and he becomes the biggest bad at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's still in, I, he was still unaccounted for at the end. He like just kind of left him there, and like he probably just like uh, stopped it back into his head eventually. I mean. I do really appreciate a villain shuffle. You know, if it's mm. a find the lady, like a three-card Monty, which one is the real villain by the end? So, <laughs> Who's the threat? Ooh, watch my hands carefully. <laughs> so, was that all of us, or? I think yeah. so. Yeah. So, so, so I, I, I just... If you didn't hear it, you can say it now. Okay. So, one thing that did occur to me as I was watching this movie is that I would have liked to see just... I, I hate the the trend of some of these superhero movies where you just have the multiple villains because we have to raise the stakes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think we could have had a really tragic villain story play out with just Mr. Freeze and then maybe yep. had like him failing due to his own hubris or maybe he was so focused on some part of the mission or whatever that he kind of lost track of what was actually important, which at the end of the day is – trying to cure his wife if he had mm-hmm. just maybe followed some other course of action he could have actually pursued the research hey did we find out why he froze in the movie uh he fell yeah See, that's weak because in the cartoon the reason he became mr freeze is that the guy who pulled his funding then tried to kill him when Mr. Freeze threatened to tell everybody that the dude was pulling medical research funding and killing patients, i.e. his wife. Mm. So not only did the dude, like, uh, 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 freeze Mr. Freeze's wife, but also induced a chronic disability into Mr. Freeze. And so, like, Mr. Freeze had a lot going on, and that was one of the many reasons where you're like, no, no, this is fine. 
You get him freeze. It needs, it needs to be more than just, uh, I want to, uh, I want to, uh, uh, cure my wife. There needs to be some misanthropy. Yeah. 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 Well, the other thing, I think the reason he goes, uh, uh, he chooses in the cartoon, he chooses like a time when the guy who froze his wife and caused this it thing and removed all the blah, blah, blah was getting a humanitarian award from Wayne Enterprises. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm sorry, what? So, um, And proceeds to do that and is also like, fuck you very much, Bruce Wayne. So all I'm getting at is, let's just make a feature-length film version of all that origin story and then wrap it into like one big dramatic conclusion at the end. Because you know what? That would be a compelling story. Well, and also you could have done much if you only had the one villain, you could have spent more time and more appropriate time on the Bat family. Yes. Mm. And it could have been a a foil. The, the stories could have been foils for each other. Oh, uh, like. Reflections. Yeah, like mm. Twisted Family versus Bat Family. Which is also a Twisted Family. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know, but what do you do for love? What is the right thing to do? How far will you go to protect someone? I would um, do anything for love. But I won't do that, Pippin. I, I won't. And I guess, yeah, no, I won't do that. That's just weird. <laughs> hey, don't yuck my yum. <laughs> and if we really want to have that girl in this, we could have her just be Barbara Gordon. And she could yeah. be representing towing the line between, uh, mm-hmm. you know, being with your traditional family and being with the Bat family. And how maybe the true path is kind of like, yeah, follow your passions, but also, hey, respect the needs and... Uh, help out your own family too. There's Listen, there's ways you can kind of moderate this shit. All I know is that Bruce Wayne can, will, and must adopt any <laughs> supervised <laughs> children, and by children I mean up to their early twenties. <laughs> I already have my own place. They say I already pay. I already pay my own taxes. I'm your father now. Deal with it. Wait, we all know that this is all how all random billionaires in comic books act when they have family issues. They gather everybody to them. It's Tony Stark has not adopted one orphan. <laughs> that we know Excuse of. Excuse you. He built an entire Avengers Tower without telling them that he was building them dedicated rooms. Pippin. And that's Man. the MCU. That's not even the counting the comics. Man. Do you remember that golden age when we all thought that, <laughs> that oh. we were going to have happy Avengers? When we were going to get domestic Avengers, yeah. <laughs> oh. I was reading Daredevil fic about that the other day. That's neither here nor there. Oh, oh 2012 Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> we were all more innocent then. It was a better time. We was were all be blogs once. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Um, but th- this could, you're right, Brendan. You're absolutely right. This could have been... Uh, uh, a lot more focused. I was thinking of that too. Um, yeah. Where did the, the multiple villain thing come from? Like the first movie had it. Uh, did they just keep doing it because that seemed like a good idea? I know Beyond had it. Because uh, it had um, uh, mm-hmm. Joker, not Joker. Uh, Riddler and Two-Face, I thought. Riddler you mean, and Two-Face. You mean, you mean, nope. yeah, that's Batman Forever, but yeah. Forever, whatever. Listen, there are too many Batmans. <laughs> it's following the same format as batman uh forever where it's two villains uh and some of them do it like (sighs) catwoman right yeah 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 batman returns Um, batman begins actually do it does it too because it has scarecrow and ra's al ghul god damn it yeah they all do it um and then 
MCU starts going, or not even MCU, this was Fox Marvel, because I think they're the ones who did X-Men. Yeah. It started moving away from that because of the, it started being team dynamic junk. Teams of villains. Like uh, mm. the first Spider-Man I movie, I think, just had the Green Goblin. And second one was Doc Ock. Wait, with when did some... the Green Goblin sun show up, though? Three. Okay. And that, oh, wait. That movie. And that had Venom and uh, and Sandman. Yeah. Not the good Venom. <laughs> I haven't... Speaking of Bane, I still haven't watched that Venom. Huh. Okay, Devin, I, I do need you to not watch it until we can schedule a time to watch it together. <laughs> because it's very important to me that, you know, at the very least through Zoom or something, I'd be able to see your face at any given moment. Okay? During <laughs> That's the not watching creepy. That movie. I, just, I just need that. Because um, that movie is amazing. I'm going to so, watch it with Ashley now just to spite you. Fuck you. I won't so, tell you the funny joke I was going to tell you. <laughs> So speaking about funny jokes, uh, anybody have an idea for a game to play? This, I feel like this episode's rushing real fast just because we're like, <laughs> listen, we got to get as far away from this story as we possibly can. We have so many other better things to watch. We keep talking about them. Let's talk about our theories about where uh, Mephisto fits in to Batman and Robin. Uh, let's do, if no one objects, special appearance by? Sure. Special appearance by. Sure. Wait, wait, wait. Can we do the, can we do the, uh, a child shall rule them all? No. No. Damn it. We, someday, someday it's going to be the right moment. I missed it because, the first time. Do you know what the answer to this one is? Robin. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, but seriously though, that would be really funny if instead of like adult Robin, it was like an eight-year-old, nine-year-old Robin maybe? Yeah, no, you pick a Robin. <laughs> But yeah, but then he still has like, yeah, it would be, he like, I can go on my own. And Batman being like, you really can't. He's like, yes, I can. Gets on his bike. This is, that. that is exactly what happens with Damian Wayne, but go on. Special <laughs> appearance by. <laughs> Special appearance by what happens if a meta character, a character from another property, uh, appears. And see, I'm actually going to go first, because I'm going to do two, because it's going to be Dr. or Doug Ross from, um, ER and Danny o- and uh, Danny Ocean. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I am doing the I am doing the double Clooney. Oh, the triple Clooney at this point. Yeah, yeah. The- oh my god! Hot. What if it's, it's okay. Yes, and also, can you imagine if like they showed up and there's like not only is is Bruce Wayne Batman? No, which one's the real Bruce Wayne? Which one's the real Batman? <laughs> Like, It'd be really funny if Bruce Wayne's rich and then some one of the other Clooney's kept keeps being mistaken for Batman. <laughs> that sounds like a Batman plot, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And they're all like, why do they keep thinking we're Batman? <laughs> Just go with it. <laughs> I think I think Danny Ocean would definitely roll with it and it's like, well, okay, I'll go into this bat cave. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I am Batman. <gasps> <laughs> uh but no, uh, Danny Ocean shows up at that gala to because he's also there to steal all the uh, steal that necklace. Yes, he is. Like, Only he has an actual goddamn plan. Yeah, and <laughs> and like fifteen other guys. <laughs> yes. Oh man. And so it ends up that the uh, Mister Freeze's ray doesn't work because it turns out that he, that he that the, the diamonds he, he grabbed got swapped out. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> Wait a second. That's the plot of Oceans. Uh, is it Oceans? Listen, Oceans Eight. 
Yeah. Oh, I couldn't remember the number. I'm like, is it 10? Oh, I still haven't watched Ocean's 8. Wait, have you not seen Ocean's 8 yet? I haven't seen Ocean's 8 yet. As have I. Oh, children. I apologize. Listen, leave me alone. Sibling movie time. We'll do it. We'll do a. We'll do an Amazon watch or something. <laughs> and then at some point, into Bruce Wayne gets injured and taken to uh, taken to the hospital. And Doug Ross is there, even though he's a pediatrician, and he's a uh, he's he's working on him. So there you it's go. It's while he's a Doug, resident. Everybody else ate the fish that night, and he had the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got? Uh, well, we've got uh, the, we've got uh, an attempt to jewel thief, Danny Ocean, and uh, and of course, Mister Wayne. Like, huh? They look just like you. Nah. Huh. Well, well, no, I'm obviously more. Uh, I'm obviously better looking. Hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look like that too if I was rich. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, just pure silly. I do like the idea of just Danny Ocean spending the majority of the movie trying to take over the spot of one or the other of them. Or not take over, but just saying, are are you uh, Bruce Wayne? And him just being like, yes, I am. Come this way, <laughs> sir. Wrestling his way out. He's like, no, he's not. Stop it, Danny. <laughs> Batman's there and he can't say a fucking thing. <laughs> and Dr. Ross, you know, somebody come in and be like, doctor, doctor, you're needing surgery right away. He's like, I understand. Uh, just to let me get in my scrubs and get a doctor. I'm like, stop that, Danny. <laughs> and and Nurse Carter, I think, okay. These are decent, different people, but goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could, uh, if I play my cards right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real good night. Hey. Okay. So Can I go on. next? Yeah, yeah moving on. on. Moving on. Uh, so I feel like mine might be a bit obvious. Uh-huh. Uh Well, okay. All right, I know what you're going to do. Uh, I'm going to say Tony Stark. Damn it, I don't know what you're going to do. Okay, well, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I I knew who you thought I was going to say. Yeah. But no, while uh, Matt Murdock Daredevil would be amazing in this. <laughs> uh, no, I I actually have a in my notes a very early on, uh, like during like the first heist I can only think of Tony Stark going, how did you fix the icing problem? (laughs) Here's the other thing. Tony Stark, canonically, in the comic books, has roller skates in his suit. (laughs) For no Uh, reason other than because he could. That does sound very Tony. Yeah, no, another uh, billionaire philanthropist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, If we're going MCU Tony, or even comics Tony uh, at this point because of Civil War, um, you know, he doesn't bother to hide his identity, so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He doesn't care. Uh, uh, he has canonically fixed the icing problem of his suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Mr. Freeze can try. <laughs> he can also, like, hack things, so he can look at Mr. Freeze's suit and go like, no, the leg He's bits don't engineer. work anymore. <laughs> he is an engineer. Tony Stark built it <laughs> in a cave with a bunch of scraps. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not Tony Stark. <laughs> Side note, I did finally watch Far From Home. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh my gosh, you should totally watch it. Really? Uh, it, there's a callback to uh, the bo- box of scraps. Oh, nice. But yeah, so he's fixed that problem. He, Tony Stark could take one look at Mr. Freeze and solve every single one of the problems. But then I feel like, like much like the Hulk, he would also then be like, 
no, you are a good scientist. You are my friend now. Yeah, that's one of the problems he fixes. Aww. I feel like he'd have more problem with Ivy mm. uh, because he's not a bio bioengineer. Yeah, that seems a little too soft science for him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yeah, so that could be his his main antagonist. Thus again, bringing my desire to bring Ivy. <laughs> well, well, he just brings her uh, to Doctor Strange. Yeah, her brain's just full of, of like, what was it? Aloe and chlorophyll and, and venom? What, what, like, just full of stuff. How is she alive? No, no, no. You, you take him to a Wakanda situation. Wakanda uh, would mm, right Sure, out. he would just be like, done. Done. What about the nightmares? Don't worry about that. Uh, you can hang out in the hat. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he was a cute goat farmer. <laughs> this is our trauma hut. <laughs> no, no, it fixes trauma. Shh. Sadness, Aaron's trauma huts. That's how you know they were friends. <laughs> anyway, it's moving on. Moving on. Yeah, I'm done. Oh, cat or Bren? Go for Bren it, cat. No. Um. Oh, okay. You know what? Because I'm not ready to let this joke go. <laughs> the cat McDonald. The cat Brighton story. <laughs> <laughs> I would like. I would like Paul Bettany as Chaucer to be in the story. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to do Paul Rudd. I just think it would be funny. Um, at this point, he has uh, acknowledged that he he's an immortal. At this point, he has acknowledged that he's an immortal. He's wandering around having a good fucking time, and he ends up in what appears to be a disaster <laughs> with no clothes on because it's Paul Batnick. Because <laughs> it's Paul, you, it's in his contract. <laughs> Why are you naked? Well, my froze clothes just froze, got frozen, and the, and shattered. But the important part is I, I really want him to be wandering out, end up, you know, first in Freeze's camp and then in Ivy's camp, you know, writing notes and whatnot. And finally ending up with the Bat family being like, you know, very uh, 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 Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Like, yeah, this this bed's just right. Not like that. And no, kind of like that. <laughs> a little bit like that. Uh, but then he, just in time to give a pithy whatever about family. Um, and how much he misses his own because it's been many centuries since he saw them. Uh, so you know you have to take what you have and live it to the fullest. Wait, uh, so is this Paul Bettany Chaucer being cursed with immortality or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, side note, he does say you have to take life and live it to the fullest while staring soulfully into Dick Grayson's eyes. Yeah, he fucking does. Meanwhile, Batgirl's like, hey now. And Chaucer's like, wench thou shalt not and she's like that eat that makes it better for me to be honest cannot even with you and then like <laughs> the gotham tales like yeah like it's been a while since i wrote some poetry might as well stay around here this seems like a place for my muse and then he's like is poison ivy my muse and then he spends like 20 minutes with like mm, mm, no and no. uh al i'd like to do a correction yeah it's the dark knight's tale Oh, no, 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 no. Goddamn. No, it's the Dark Knight's Tale it is one of the, the stories within the God of Them Tales. Oh, so, oh, I see, like, the Canterbury, and then, in, in, in okay. Yeah, yeah. So the frame story is Gotham. Yeah. Okay. Um, although the Canterbury Tales were, you know, the frame story was a pilgrimage. Yeah. Um, They're going from Metropolis to Gotham. Which yeah, actually is a good fun. segue for me. <gasps> oh, damn it. Because uh, the character I want is to have Superman show up, but like not like the Boy Scout Superman, the 
I know that you are Bruce Wayne and I'm just going to be commenting on all your poor life decisions. I, Super- wait, I have po- point of order. I have a question. Shoot. About the nature of the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> because Superman and Batman technically exist in the same universe. Okay, he, no, that's he, a very good point. He mentions Bat- he mentions Superman in the movie. Superman works a lot. But I, I just I specifically want a particular <laughs> Superman. Like even like the one that shows up in that like uh Star Kid uh production. I would give you a little a, bit of that. Like the that is a, to be fair, this the Star Kid Batman story is one of the better Batman stories. Right? <laughs> okay, I have not seen it. Pippin, you have to show it to me. Right, so, I'll find you a link. So, so, you're, so you want side-eyed Superman. Yeah, and just, you know, like, ah, you're messing things up with Dick again, aren't you, Bruce? It's like... <laughs> the least helpful of all the super people. Yeah. I, I, just, I just want to have somebody constantly, like, as, like, a superhero equal just judging the crap out of Bruce Wayne for all his poor life decisions. The story of judgment only someone raised in the Midwest can get you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I'm realizing that maybe I made an error when I chose Chaucer. I do love Chaucer, obviously. Uh-huh. But I'm kind of wondering if I should have instead chosen uh, the superhero teams uh, team from the boys. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like that kind of genre clash would lead to a lot of blood, like so much. And and then maybe Batman having to uh, realize that maybe he can't be in a comedy. Maybe this is one is for all the marbles. And here I am just with my sarcastic Superman bringing Bruce like a sadness latte. It's like, hey, buddy, you want to talk about it? Your girlfriend dumped you? Mm. I got you a latte. How did you know? I can see through walls, buddy. <laughs> I got hey, you. buddy. Me and Deanna, Diana were talking. <laughs> hey, pal. Why do you keep calling me that? Hey, slugger. That doesn't help. Hey, sport. <laughs> Not any better. Oh, <laughs> hey, stamp. Just a different one every time. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I don't go, know. I, I'm sure, like, Golden Age Superman has this power, but, like, somehow, like, little, like, uh, sitcom special moment music starts playing in the corner (laughs) (laughs) weirdly all i can think of is uh a scene from the comics that i've seen around of superman getting drugged in such a way where he appears to be drunk uh and is dressed in bruce wayne's clothes at a on a yacht party uh of bruce wayne's it sounds like tony was there (laughs) you'd think and an assassin has been kill- sent to kill Bruce Wayne, who isn't there. But see, he sees Clark Kent, Superman, dressed in his clothes. So he's like, okay, that's Bruce Wayne. Uh, and goes to kill him. And for some reason, it's not working. <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and Clark Kent's just like, oh, my shirt. I read an entire comic of just that. I'll see if I can find it. Like, literally just the time an assassin didn't kill, didn't kill Clark <laughs> now that would also make a fan-fucking-tastic movie Uh, okay for me to actually like that as a movie you'd have to file the the serial numbers off so that we don't know that superman so you can experience it from the assassin's point of view as they try to kill this one person and it just keeps on not working 
Oh, like, that could be a mm, funny movie. That could be a fun. I don't know. I, I find a lot of humor in the idea of the audience knowing that it's Clark and and uh, the shenanigans from there. But I can also see how that would be, let's say, actually commercially viable, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you'd find out that the person's a superhero like, like, uh, like, like uh, pretty early, like 30 minutes in. And mm-hmm. and after after two like after one or two attempts, but the assassin doesn't. Here's the oh, thing. So this is a Rasputin biopic. I see. Here's the thing. Cat's thing is a sketch. Alex's mm-hmm. is a movie. There you go. Yeah, it's a good point. Good point. <laughs> and on that note, I think I, I think we have exhausted everything we could possibly wring out of this. Actually, question. we haven't. We haven't. We could. We've only scratched the surface. But honestly, I don't want to be here all night. What? Uh, I have nothing better to do. <laughs> so, so yeah, right. that, that was Batman and Robin, y'all. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, it was yeah. an experience. That it was. Uh, before we go, does anyone have anything to plug? Uh, yes. Sometime in May. Uh, or at least the next issue of Apex Magazine should have my short story, um, Demon Fighters Suck. Unless it's Demon Fighters Sucks. I don't really remember my own title. Um, Good job. I looked that up. Thank you. But uh, that'll be in there. And it's uh, it's it's accidentally ended up being a pretty special story to me. So uh, that'll be interesting when it comes out. And uh, I have an online show um, coming up. Uh, next month, it's going to be like the second week of uh, April. Woo! So Woo-hoo! I got that coming up. So let's start. Look it up. <laughs> we're, we're on the internet sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, should we also uh, plug the memorial editions? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Pippin, you're good at that. Uh, we, Dad, uh, our family uh, have released a few memorial editions uh, for our mom, Deborah Doyle. Uh, of uh, the short story Jenny Nettles, uh, the short story On Suave Point, uh, and the book Bad Blood. Uh, so, so look out for those. Yeah, they contain special essays uh, written by Dad about the writing of the stories, uh, and they are all pretty great. She says, completely unbiased. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, you know, we aren't even, you know, grown up in the house anymore so like the royalties don't affect us directly anymore so yeah yep, so l- less biased yes. well, so yeah so that's true logic <laughs> um but also if you go to madhousemanner.com uh and you go to the shop area you can see those editions links to buy them and also like you know uh, uh free snippets to read to see if you're into it um and of course future memorial editions as well like you got yeah. you got your ghosts you got out your you got your space travel you've got out your werewolves what won't you like this website has everything <laughs> <laughs> all right anything else i think nah, that's it. nah. all right y'all uh as always if you have an idea or prompt to submit head on over to nostoriesacred.com slash submission Follow us on Twitter at No Story is Sacred or send an email through contact at nostoryissacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing and music for this episode done by Brendan. 
Transcripts done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostoriesacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Stories Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash nostoriesacred. See you next time when we talk about the 2001 movie, The Fast and the Furious. It's about, it's about family. Family. That's what I hear. And cars. You gotta live your life a quarter mile at a time. Oof. You okay. guys don't know that line yet, wait, but you win. Wait, is the first one even about family? They don't, oh, they're, they're all oh, about oh. family. Well, they're not. Yeah, my they, goodness, We'll Al. get into it. Well, they're... Until then. <laughs> we're no story is sacred. And any story can be changed. I'm Pippin. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. And I'm Brendan. And we're... No, no story, story is sacred. sacred.